0: 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d
1: More than a movie is back with season 2 I'm your host Alex Fumero and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from The Godfather Andy Garcia
2: He has the smarts
3: of Vito the temper of Sonny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness
0: of Michael Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, hour number two. Want to encourage everybody out there, go subscribe to our podcast. You will be glad that you did it. You can search out Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. Uh, and you can also go download the iHeartRadio app. And if you do so, you will be able to take this show anywhere in the country and indeed anywhere in the world. We've got a lot still to come with you in the next couple of hours. At 1.30 at the bottom of this hour, Stephen Miller, one of Trump's top advisors, is going to be with us. And uh, he's got a lot to discuss, including the fallout of the Supreme Court striking down affirmative action. What does that mean for larger governmental decisions that are being made based on race? Uh, We will discuss with him. At 2.30 in the third hour of the program, Tudor Dixon, who ran for governor in Michigan against Gretchen Whitmer, uh, and lost a close race there. She now is a part of the Clay and Buck podcast network. She will be in studio here in New York City. We'll talk about what she sees in the Midwest, what has to happen in order for Michigan to flip back to a red state, what has to happen for Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and more. We're going to discuss Ron DeSantis replacing his campaign manager at some point. What does that say for that campaign? Uh, but in a moment here, I want to talk about Neo, who is an R&B singer. I'm going to be honest with uh, you guys. I I'm not familiar with Neo's body of work, Buck. Would you know a Neo song, Buck? No. <laughs> okay. I tried. I thought. I
2: No, I, I do not know. All right. There must be one really famous one that we've heard. Let's but. put
0: producer Allie on the research train for what Neo songs are out there that we may have either you or I heard of. I would bet that a large percentage of our audience does not know Neo. Uh, but I'm going to play you a clip. I think it's emblematic of a story that I write about in American Playbook, Buck, which is we have opened up an opportunity to take over comedy on the right side of America. You just by liking to laugh, Democrats have become so self-serious that they don't allow entertainers to actually entertain anymore because there might be a joke that makes somebody a little bit uncomfortable. And I write about this in American Playbook, and I just want to do this off the top of the show. You guys are amazing. Uh Top of the second hour. Buck, yesterday we were ranked 15,422. Next uh, year you're going to have your book out. Right now we are number 38. If you guys listening to us right now can go to Amazon, type in Clay Travis, type in American Playbook. I'm donating all the proceeds to whoever the Republican nominee is. And I'm taking it a step further because I would love to be number one on all of Amazon books. This audience, I believe, can take the book to number one overall. If we hit that, I will donate $10,000 more to the January 6th political prisoners out there. You are, by buying this book, helping to fight a battle for sanity uh and you can also get uh become a vip and you can get a signed uh copy so you can go to amazon right now type in clay travis if you're out there and you're not going to be able to get a signed copy you become a vip you get copies i've signed all these myself they'll get shipped out to you i i promise you you'll like them kids grandkids if you're having trouble talking to them about politics i bet they will be able to read this book that's what producer ali said very accessible and it will address many of your concerns if you have kids or grandkids. Just get them a book. Tell them to read it. Um, and, uh, again, I'd love for you guys, if you could, to drive this to number one overall. Clay Travis on Amazon. Type it in right now. It comes up at the top. We're 38. Can we take it to one? All right, Buck. Big part of this book I spend talking about comedy. I like The Righteous Gemstones. I think it's the funniest show on television right now. It's on HBO. What do you what? think's the funniest show on television? No, I've never even. I don't mean you don't I'm know this show this, at all. I've never heard of this show. Has anybody in the studio here? Have you anybody watched the Righteous Gemstones? Greg raises his hand. Says he, uh, uh, look, he's heard of it. This show is really funny, but at times it will make fun of people like me who are from the South and grew up going to church. It's basically, the idea is, like, it's a Jimmy Swaggart-like character who has created a big church, and he has three kids who are total screw-ups that he's trying to find somebody to be able to run the church uh, after he is gone. And the gemstones is the name of the family. It's really funny. But if you're religious, there are things that you might find to be a little bit offensive um it's uh Danny McBride who I think is hysterical he played Kenny Powers for those of you out there what I am seeing happen and I think we're starting to build what is legitimately a tidal wave remember when Ice Cube came out and said I'm not going to get the COVID shot and he did a sit down with Tucker Carlson recently Ice Cube's a famous rapper you're starting to see musicians Ice you're, Cube I I know his work I, you I know are his body of with work, his work I am familiar with yes, yes. uh what you're starting to see is a lot of entertainers, comedians in particular, are saying, we had Adam Carolla, was it last week, Buck? They're saying, I'm done with this. I'm done with cancel culture. I'm done with walking around on my tiptoes, not able to say what I think. I want to play this for you. This turned into a huge story, and I love the way it's turned out. But first, R&B singer Neo... Uh, commented in an interview he's a father of multiple kids boys and girls and he uh went after the idea of transgender surgeries this is cut two.
4: I have no issue with, with the LBGT. I have no problem with none of, with nobody. Okay. Right. Love who you love, do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman and it wasn't but two genders and that's just how I rocked. You could identify as a goldfish if you feel like. Right. I agree. <laughs> that ain't my business. <laughs> It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going right. to call you a goldfish, but exactly. you, you want to be a goldfish, you go be a goldfish. I can't take credit for it, but it, I heard somebody say one time, he's like, all right, if your son comes to you and says, daddy, I want to be a girl. Ask your son, son, what is a girl? What is he going to do? He's going to say, uh, well, he might, he might want to play with dolls. All right. You want to play with dolls. Fine. Play with dolls, right. but you're a boy. Right. Playing with dolls. That's right. Want to wear pink. All right. Cool. we pink, but you're a boy. That's right. Wearing
0: pink. That's what got everybody fired up, Buck. Well, it gets
2: him, it gets everyone fired up in the activist uh, community in, in the brainwashed left because it's so obviously true. Yes. The, this is why it's so upsetting. It's uh, there's, the, the notion that, and I know he put out initially a statement and now he's walked back that statement or he said, forget that. He's, he's re- recanted his, his bending of the knee as I, his as
0: publicist said. put out a statement and that's what I want to play next, Buck. So he put oh, out okay. a statement. I, I didn't
2: mean to jump ahead. Yeah. This is great. This is, this is, uh, the, the, the whole progression here. Really makes you think that maybe the country is not doomed.
0: Do you want you want to yes. play the yeah? Let's. But so here's what happened. He put out a publicist statement, Buck, and everybody said, "Oh, look, this rap and the R and B singer Neo. He's bending the knee. He's doing everything. So He didn't say anything wrong." Publicist put out a statement, and then he came out. I love this. It reminds me of when Charles Barkley claimed that he was misquoted in his autobiography, which is really funny because the way that this works, for a lot of people out there, most celebrities don't write books. I wrote every word in my book. Buck, you're writing every word in your book. Most people who write books who are famous don't actually write the books, right? They have ghostwriters. Some
2: don't even know what's in them.
0: That's right. And when Including Barkley, some
2: conservatives,
0: but I'm not. Ta- I'm not naming names. <laughs> I loved when Charles Barkley claimed that he was misquoted in his own autobiography. It was just hysterical. Uh, you supposedly wrote the book, Bud. Um, but Neo, you know, these guys all have publicists. They all have apparatus designed to uh, to keep their careers rolling. Publicist puts out a statement. He says he had nothing to do with it, and he says I ain't apologizing. Basically, here's cut three.
4: First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. If my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I, don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's gonna tell me that's gonna make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that that's just period point blank and that's how i feel if i get canceled for this then you know what maybe this is a world where they don't need a neo no more all right and i got no problem with that i'm a hustler i'll figure it out
2: i i need to create a neo playlist now (laughs) did we i'm gonna i'm gonna on the iheart app i'm looking up some neo songs i'm i'm excited about listening to neo's whole body work look He's totally correct. yes everything he says is entirely sensible. everything that he's putting forward here makes sense to all the people who are listening right now across across the country and and if you're wondering like how crazy can things get uh, well first off, remember if they can make you say that a man is a woman, they can make you say anything correct I mean, it's the most most foundational fundamental observation of reality. If they can make you affirm the most obvious untruth, they've got you. So that's why it's so important. It's it's really tied into the totalitarian mindset that has overtaken the left. But just how crazy can this get? Clay, this, this is one of these things. I had to be told by a friend who was running for Congress uh up in Illinois, and she told me this story about how she went to some of the, you know, the Things that can congressmen do where they go or would be congressmen do where they go and raise money and at one of the school board meetings and they're talking about how there were kids who were showing up who identify as animals. Yeah. Not, not, I don't mean that. I'm not trying to like say that in a foot like they're, no, no, seriously. They're like, I, I identify as a tiger and they're young kids. They're, they're, you know, 10 years old or whatever. And the school doesn't know what to do because why can't you identify as a tiger? If that's how you identify, what's the difference? If by, if identification is a feeling and not a biological reality. So if you're wondering how crazy it can get, if a kid shows up and a left wing lib is the teacher and the kid's 10 and says, I'm a hippopotamus. The teacher says, you know, maybe we should put you in the kiddie pool. Like they don't know what to do.
0: I, I just, I love everything about this story, Buck, because we get asked a lot. How do we win? How do we change? How do things get back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, early when people might disagree and have a variety of opinions, but nobody tried to attack you and say, you can't believe that. You get fired if you believe that. You get fired if you like that. You get fired if you tweet that or Instagram that or whatever. Neo, I think this is how you win. You have to get artists, musicians, comedians, Television performers, movie people. Holly, there's a great story. One of my good friends who lives out in LA said, LA used to be the land of eccentrics. Buck, you've talked about how when we grew up, California was this shining beacon that all, I remember how excited I was to visit California. Oh yeah. I was so
2: envious to me. Malibu was just, I'd never even been. I thought it was paradise.
0: One of my roommates lived in the San Francisco area, and we went out to visit him during college. It was the first time I'd ever been to California. And I was so excited to get on the plane to fly to California because just the opportunity to experience California. This guy, he's a buddy of mine, he's really successful. He said, you know, Hollywood used to be the place where eccentrics went. If you were a little bit outside of the mainstream, you went to Hollywood and they embraced you. They said, hey, we love you. We want you to be here Live creatively, create new things. We want to be the land that embraces eccentricity and creativity. Now, Buck, Hollywood is the most stultifying, the most confining, the most one-party state almost anywhere in America. And I think there are, in fact, there are a lot of actors and actresses, I bet, listening to us right now in the L.A. area. We know, we hear from some of them. You're starting to see a rebellion build. And that rebellion is founded on, hey, I should be able to make whatever joke I want. Hey, I should be able to say whatever I want in a song. Hey, I should be able to make whatever kind of movie I want. And if people are offended by what I say, that ain't my thing. That's on them. And I think we're starting to see it build. Did I ever tell you that I was uh,
2: when I was doing the 6 to 9 uh, syndication, which is now our friend Jesse Kelly's slot, when I was doing that slot, I, I was talking about how I watched a Bigfoot movie that was pretty entertaining, but really violent. Like I was a little sort of, I was talking about this movie and I was giving a real critique of it on the air, you know, you know, eight o'clock at night. I'm talking about a movie I saw and one of the main actors was listening and called in, <laughs> called in and we actually ended up hanging out, having a drink in LA uh, later on, but he called in. He was like, let me tell you more about that movie. I was like, and I actually, cause I just seen the movie. His, I, I mean, I, his voice, I could tell, you know, yeah, it was, it was him. actually, so, uh, anyway, you never know. But to your but point you about actors that? listening?
0: Do you feel that building, by the way, the creative community slowly starting to rebel against the idea well, that everybody has to have the same opinion? That's exactly I mean, they, right. They, this
2: is, and it's, it's important to note, uh, for those of you who, I mean, I'm fascinated by the history of totalitarian regimes because I think it's an important lesson for today and maybe even ties into the book that I'm writing. But anyway, um, one of the things that the Soviets did very early on was they co-opted all the artists. I mean, you couldn't be a real artist. You had to be an artist doing writing, painting, composing for the glorification of the Leninist workers' paradise. Right? Kind of like what's going on a little bit with the woke in Hollywood today. They don't actually get to be creative. They are taking orders from the regime.
0: And and that's what we see. And I think you need to be a little bit comfortable with sometimes being the butt of the joke, laugh, laugh and enjoy. I think slowly we're making a big difference in the creative community. I really well, being do.
2: able to laugh yourself is the best. Karen and I were talking yesterday after we finished our show about how honestly your 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 book, A Man with Clay, is a man with many endearing stories. But you're sitting alone for eight hours at your first book signing years and years ago. That's, that's
0: Allie, very endearing. Allie can testify how nervous I was driving to the book signing in New Jersey. I was like, if there's one person there, I will be happy. I'm going to Cleveland tomorrow, Atlanta. I, I've got a little bit of post traumatic stress after walk I mean, yeah. you sit by yourself in a, in a bookstore for hours. Like, I, I'm just happy to see anybody.
2: I'm, I definitely, back in the day, was a conservative who was standing in line for photos when there had been multiple speakers and like no one came yeah. up to me. So that happens. But you know, now it's things change. So you just got to stay with it. Companies like Pure Talk, my friends, they are doing right by their customers. This past month, all of us got a 50% increase in the data usage in our monthly plans. No price increase, no gimmicks, just the smart move of staying in touch with a customer and Pure Talk is on it. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. The monthly price stays the same, just $20 a month. Pure Talk is veteran owned and they hire the best customer service team members right here in the U.S. And they're the ones that'll help you make the switch. The switch is so easy. I did it myself. Most families are saving almost a thousand dollars a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck and make the switch to Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck and make the switch to my cell phone company pure talk today
5: the
0: supply chain of smarts sanity and truth uninterrupted clay travis and buck sexton
2: why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand
0: have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to
2: precious metals for various reasons
0: Today, more than ever, we're all looking for
6: ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's
0: healthlock.com. The number one fantasy sports app in America is PrizePix. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on PrizePix. If you've not yet downloaded PrizePix, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection. More or less, every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. So there was a shark attack
2: in Rockaway Beach, New York. Clay's up in New York right now. I know Rockaway Beach very well, and... Uh, the woman's okay she had to go to the hospital now this freaks everybody out it gets a lot of media coverage clay can i just ask you a question i'm not trying to be provocative here but i'm just wondering why do they close the beach down for the next day like you're in the ocean it's very rare a shark probably took an exploratory but do you know what i'm saying like it's not a murder scene it's not like they're trying to catch
0: the culprit oh like, i think they gonna... try to catch the culprit don't they the I whole mean, if point it's a is, really big shark, you, they may try, but, How you know. tough are you? You got a rogue shark in New York City just biting people, and you're like, just get in the water, kids. You'll be fine. You're like the mayor in Jaws. I, I mean, pretty much. I don't understand. what We're you waiting just, for what? You just made the legit... Can we pull the audio from the mayor in Jaws, who's like, we're going to open the beach It's <laughs> July for you? Legit I think we got to open the beach. You just, just made the tell- same argument the mayor in Jaws makes.
2: I'd go back out there. I don't know. It's probably a, You know, it's probably a... I don't know. You bull got a shark marauding,
0: in- serial-killing shark. It's
2: unbelievable. All right, we'll get back into this. The artificial intelligence gold rush will soon mint new millionaires. But while everyone's focusing on ChatGPT and AI stocks like NVIDIA, something smart's happening less than two miles from ChatGPT's headquarters. For the past few months, engineers from Google and Microsoft have been working on little-known crypto projects that could revolutionize the AI industry. And you have a chance to get on the ground floor of this project for pennies. May give you a chance to turn a thousand dollars into a six figure nest egg. This information all comes from Tika Tawari, the same guy who picked the number one crypto six years in a row. Tomorrow, Wednesday, he's hosting a free online strategy session to give you all the details on his number one coin for this AI boom. If you're interested and want to participate, go to AI, 20, AI coin 2023.com. That's AI coin. 2023.com paid for by palm beach research group
0: welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show we bring in Stephen miller we got a lot to get to with him he's doing some fabulous work out there uh but i want to start with this i know you were a monster fan of cobra kai Stephen, um and I-, I love it it's karate kid spinoff for everybody out there we were just talking about the righteous gemstones have you ever watched the righteous gemstones no i haven't Do you recommend it i do it's really really funny if you want to laugh and we've got somebody who works on the show that we're going to talk to at the bottom of the hour who's called in they film it in charleston did you ever watch kenny powers back in the day no i didn't I did uh not. so it's uh danny mcbride i think he's hysterical they do really funny stuff but yeah, we're talking in general i want to start with this because you grew up in la um if i remember correctly uh, and we were talking about how LA used to be a place for eccentrics, for people a little bit outside of the mainstream, and they would go there and they would live creatively and try to build new things and sometimes advance the culture and, and make movies and and film and everything else and television shows that the larger American population could embrace. And now it's yeah, become so this LA stultifying one party system. Yeah.
3: Yeah. LA was from the fifties to the eighties was a, was a paradise an absolute a paradise on earth and now it's ruined
0: okay so do you get the sense i'm just curious i'm sure you have a lot of connections still in the la area and in the in the entertainment industry buck and i were just discussing this neo controversy where he basically says hey you're a boy or a girl and then he apologizes and he says that was my publicist that wasn't me at all i get the sense that comedians creatives in in film and television uh, certainly people who uh, are writers in general, that there's a monstrous backlash building against this woke culture that tries to, destra- tries to determine what you're allowed to say. I feel it. I really do. And I think Republicans can own this. Do you feel it? I'm curious.
3: I do feel it. I think the challenge has always been, you know, as as conservatives or even just as normal Americans, we've been wanting Hollywood to produce content that speaks to regular people for uh, for years now, for as long as I can remember, and we've always felt like we're on the, on the edge, we're on the threshold, we're on the precipice. The problem is and remains that those who control access to capital uniformly think one way about everything, the heads of the studios, the heads of the talent agents. You can't even get a talent agent if you think like a normal person in Hollywood. So while – well, you can do independent projects, and occasionally you have these incredible breakthroughs. Uh, you know, if you watch anything on Netflix or Disney or HBO Max or just the regular, uh, to the extent that anybody is still watching, just sort of the regular, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC sitcoms, I mean, the, the writers' rooms and the actors clearly are just completely monolithic, and I bet people are still terrified of of challenging that in any way, which is what makes entertainment like Cobra Kai so refreshing. Or it makes films like I just saw the uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. It didn't have an ounce of politics in it. It was, an, it was a blockbuster action film that could have been released in 1989 with more advanced um, effects. But other than that, just a true-blooded American film. I think while well, you still have that, it's just rarer and rarer. I hope we're going to see a breakthrough soon. There will be a tipping point. I just don't know how you overcome the financial obstacles.
2: Hey, Steven, it's Buck. I, I want to talk to you for a second about what you're doing over at America First Legal because uh, I think this is it's so important what's happening now with the usage of the law to push after the Supreme Court said you can't just do this racial discrimination thing anymore because you want to, Democrats. That's not allowed. You can't do it in schools or school admissions, which also then seems to indicate well, why should you be able to do racial discrimination policies in hiring or in contracting or in any other aspect of public life? Isn't that also an equal protection clause violation? And you're bringing lawsuits and going after DEI training and contracting, etc. Can you tell us about where that stands? Because I think that's that, that makes the Supreme Court decision something real. It's not just in the theoretical.
3: Yeah, so this is a very important point, which is that conservatives... Every now and again, we'll win a big Supreme Court ruling, and we'll plant the victory flag, and then we'll go on about our lives, you know, going back to whatever people's various jobs and occupations are, and then we'll wake up in the morning 10 years later and realize we won the case, but we lost the war afterwards. People forget, we won a big affirmative action case years ago. That's the case where John Roberts famously said, the best way to stop discriminating on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. And what do colleges and universities do? they all programmed around it. And then here we are again. We have to now go and enforce the ruling. The ruling doesn't mean anything if we don't enforce it. And not just against as you said universities, but also against private corporations. So, we launched a hotline. It's 1877 AFL 5454, 1877 AFL 5454. We have operators full-time. So, if you're an American and you have been victimized by a university, a college, a corporation, or a business in this country on the basis of race, call us and we will pursue, if the facts support it, we will pursue legal action. And that's what we are doing at America First Legal. And we also, you can, you can reach us at our website, aflegal.org slash hotline, aflegal.org slash hotline. So one of our lawsuits, for example, is against Amazon. Amazon has a delivery service bonus So sort of a – if you're a delivery service partner, they call them, uh, the drivers for Amazon, and and you are black or you are Latino or you're a Native American, but you're not white, you cannot be white, you cannot be Asian, you get a $10,000 bonus. So explicitly excluded from the bonus are any drivers who are white or any drivers who are Asian. No matter how good they are, no matter how reliable they are, no matter anything, they cannot – under any circumstances to get that bonus, they're walled off because of their skin color. And so we sued Amazon, and we'll see how that goes. That's in federal court, but it's a pretty open-and-shut case. Federal civil rights law is explicit and not buttressed by the Supreme Court ruling. But we need to go after every corporation that has illegal policies like this. And you may not realize, if you're listening at home or at work right now, you may not even realize that you could be a potential plaintiff in some of these actions. I'll give you an example. Uh, going back to universities, John Hopkins Uh, after the Supreme Court ruling came out on affirmative action, they announced a new essay program where it asked candidates to talk about how their race or gender has shaped their life experience. Clearly, clearly it's meant to be an end run, an illegal end run, to circumvent the Supreme Court ruling. So maybe you have a kid right now in high school who's thinking of filling out applications. Maybe they want to go to Johns Hopkins. Maybe they want to go to Johns Hopkins Medical School. Right now. You need to get in touch with us and talk to us like today or tomorrow and tell us what's going on, what your family situation is, where they want to go to school, so that we can look at those facts and see what kinds of uh, actions we can pursue. And that applies to anyone in a corporate setting, a business setting, anywhere else. It also means if you've been subjected to a mandatory critical race theory workshop that made you feel less, less than because of your race, that is harassment based on skin color, violates federal and state laws. And so again, you need to get in touch with us, or if you protested a policy at work, and you think you were denied a promotion based on that, or you were denied a raise based on that, we want to hear from you. So all of this, all of this could be sued on based on the facts, but it requires patriotic Americans to stand up and call
0: us and I appreciate all the fighting you're doing. You've been proven to be a 100% right on the collapse at the border. When you look at Massachusetts governor basically coming out and declaring a state of emergency, New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams said, and I'm quoting him, our cup runneth over, that they had no more space, basically. Uh, you've seen the same thing happen in Chicago and Washington, D.C., What would a Trump administration do? Because I bet you'd be a big part of fixing this to immediately make our border secure again.
3: Well, I do hope God blesses me with the chance uh, to be able to uh, return to some version of my prior role um, in a a federal administration and restore law, order, and integrity, help restore those things with the border. Um, I think one of the first things that you would need to do would be to immediately re-implement re- all of the policies that were in place under the Trump administration. Uh, so remain in Mexico, safe third agreements, uh, Title 42, and so on. Uh, but in addition to that, President Trump has outlined, and it would be very clear here in saying that you know, AFL, my group, America First Legal, is absolutely apolitical, has no uh, partisan affiliation, we're completely apolitical. Uh, but just talking to you here, Stephen Miller, uh, President Trump, has said that he would also invoke something known as the Alien Enemies Act. This is probably the most powerful statute on the books that has never been used. Under the Alien Enemies Act, you can instantaneously deport any illegal alien in the event of an invasion event. And so if there is a declared invasion from a foreign country, if you invoke the Alien Enemies Act, this was passed... Back in the 18th century, and this remnant of this statute is still on the books, and President Trump has said he would use it. You can not only instantaneously deport the aliens crossing the border, but you can deport the aliens who have already entered the country under the Biden administration. You can also use that authority to dismantle the cartels. By de- if you declare the cartels to be a foreign enemy state then you can round up all of the cartel members all throughout the country and all of their affiliates and all of their associates, and you can instantaneously deport them, too. So it's a combination of using this extraordinary new tool and then putting back into place all the policies that already existed. And the last thing, which, again, President Trump has talked about, is using state and local law enforcement, using the National Guard, using other federal law enforcement like the DEA, the FBI, the ATF, etc., and you creating this vast force that you can then go around into the country and start ejecting all the people that Biden let in. Because it's not enough just to stop all the new people. You have to go eject everybody that Biden has allowed into the country.
0: Steven, keep up the good work. I'm telling you, I think you'll like the righteous gemstones. There's humor, making fun of religious people, but they make fun of everybody. And I think, again... We should become the party that likes to laugh because the Democrats certainly are putting forth laughable policies, but they ain't enjoying just a good old laugh from comedy. Appreciate the time, my man.
3: Amen. Thanks. Talk soon.
0: Uh, look, uh, we, we just talked with Stephen Miller, who worked in the Trump White House. Trump White House was filled with a lot of people with testosterone, a lot of men who wanted to do their best to protect this country and make it as be- as the best version of itself. Do you feel the same about the Biden administration? I don't. I feel like the Biden administration probably has the lowest level of testosterone in the men that work in the White House in the history of our nation. It's not even hyperbole. You know, your testosterone levels declined by 50% over the past several decades, and many men out there today, as a result, don't have the same vim, vigor, vitality that you might have had in the 50s and the 60s and before. How about getting your testosterone back up? Get hooked up now with my guys at Chalk. They have something called a male vitality stack, all-natural supplement, leading ingredient proven in studies to increase testosterone by 20% in three months' times. Including this in your daily regimen will give you the energy you don't even know you're missing, let alone what you are capable of. Why not go check it out today? chq.com That's Chalk spelled with dot com. 35% off Chalk subscriptions for the life of that subscription when you use my name, Clay, in the sign-up process. That's chalk.com, my name, Clay, 35% off. chq.com my name, Clay, 35% off. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast deep dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills.
6: But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. As someone who
2: served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on govx.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit govx.com, that's govx.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX x savings for those who serve welcome back in team clay and buck going strong on this tuesday 800-282-2882 we're gonna gonna get to some of your calls here 800-282-2882 on the phone lines also please sign up to be a clay and buck vip if you do so and you sign up for the year you get a signed copy of american playbook and lots of uh gratitude and high fives from mr clay travis himself and uh also if you make the book top 10 on the amazon i'll, I'll convince clay to give more money to worthy causes i'll just say <laughs> clay it's top 10 on amazon buddy we got to we got to send some checks to some good folks doing important things so uh get out there get those books we have some Calls, I believe, that are coming in. Clay, who do you got on the board there?
0: Yeah, Alex in Charleston, South Carolina. I was talking about how we need to be embracing comedy on the right side of the political spectrum since the left believes that jokes that hurt people's feelings shouldn't be able to be made. And I was saying I really like the righteous gemstones. Um and it's a, a show that's made in Charleston, South Carolina. Alex is calling in. He works on the show. I'm curious, are you hearing other people who've grown up in the South and maybe grew up going to religious, uh, large religious churches, right, the sort of uh, the Jimmy Swaggart style, which this show is a send-up of in some way? Uh, what's the reaction that you're hearing from people?
5: So, hey, nice to be with you guys. Uh, good fan. Um, so the majority of the crew is from South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina and the people above the line, so the higher ups are usually New York and LA, some South Carolina guys. But I mean, the the show, the crew has a smackling of everybody uh, political walk in life. Um, there are some rabid leftists that would probably never talk to me again if I found out I was a Republican. <laughs> but everyone just wants to make a good show, yeah. And and that's the thing about it uh, about the majority of these issues is I was surprised with is how more moderate people really are that you would think are typical leftists and that they are able to see the absurd of what the Biden administration is doing. And I'll give you an example. One of uh, the higher-ups, I'm not going to name names, above the line, uh, came up to me randomly, unprompted, and basically picked my brain about that whole uh, Department of Energy official, the guy who's caught stealing luggage, and just talking to me about how absurd and ridiculous, and just couldn't believe that this was enough government official. And I kind of, you know, just joked around. and was like, you're just hearing about this now? But, you know, secretly I was like, oh, man, like I can't believe this guy just came up to me and talk to talk to me about this because you would never expect it from this kind of person.
0: I mean the goal of the show and and I don't know exactly what your role is, but I appreciate you calling in and I know it's filmed in Charleston. The goal of the show is to make people laugh of all stripes and persuasions. I think that's fair to say, sure. right? And that used to Absolutely. be the goal uh, as we were talking to Stephen Miller in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s when I was growing up, it felt like, you know, the, the sort of the goal was the South Park mantra where everybody gets made fun of, Seinfeld everybody can- Kind of got made fun of, and then we turned into a bunch of interest groups where you're not allowed to make fun of certain people. This feels like a repudiation of that, and like everything can be mocked.
5: Absolutely, and one of the things that I love about the job is that I have fun every day, and everyone on the, on the crew has fun every day. I can tell it, and no one's sitting there feeling you know ostracized or put in a corner, and that everyone just wants to make a great show that makes people laugh and entertained. I think that shows in the comedy, and I'm so glad you enjoyed. It. I never expected to hear you say that you love the "Righteous Gemstones." Is that well? Um,
2: you just sold, you sold me on it, buddy. This is Buck. <laughs> I, I've never I even heard of this show. It sounds great, so I'm going to check this. What channel is this thing? HBO. On or, it's it's HBO? HBO. All right,
5: we just finished we just finished the third season. I've been with the the show all three seasons, and we just got renewed for the fourth season. So go watch
0: it. Invite Danny McBride to come on the show. Uh, we'll have him on Clay and Buck. Uh, thank you for the call, Buck. Should we play you as the uh, mayor, or should we play this when we come? We'll play it at the we top. Come back. Of the we have time. Hour. We yes. have
2: time. We'll, we'll we'll put it out there to everybody. Are you with me? Would you go swimming at Rockaway Beach even though somebody got bitten by a shark? Or, you know, do you, do you think that there should be some artificial like? Well, if we wait a couple of days, there won't be sharks. I'm just pointing out it doesn't make any sense. The sharks are still out there. Uh, look, if there's an 18 foot great white or something, I would say maybe we wait till it passes through. You know, maybe the seal colony will get whittled down a little bit. But you know, in the meantime, if I, don't know. I,
0: if I had you told me today, I'm going to come on the show and Buck is going to turn into the mayor of Amity in jaws, demanding that the beach be open no matter who gets bitten and eaten up. I would have never believed it. That's next.
4: It's the Kia summer sticker sales event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B and B with an ocean view